SAFM 104 to 107 nationwide. Uh, Chikuma and Golden Arrows play to a 1-0 draw after 19 minutes. They're off to extra time for the Nedbank Cup. Uh, see another, uh, t- another uh, what is it called? Toss. <laughs> toss the coin, right? Another toss is happening at the moment. So it's one all Sakuma against Golden Arrows. They'll go into extra time, and I'll bring you scores on that in a moment. But let's go down to Cape Town. Cycle Tour is back to its regular March date, and uh, we are joined on the line by the director of the Cape Town Cycle Tour, Dave Belez. After evening to you, Dave. How's it going? John, good to talk to you again. It's been a while. It has. Well, it, you say that, but we only really talk for Cycle Tour, and it feels like we spoke the other day. It was indeed the other day. It was October. And yeah. I don't think we've ever had two cycles so close to each other. How are the preparations going? Entries closed, just about ready to start. Yep. We actually still have about 800 entries left. Um, we're going to shut our entries off on Monday. Uh, so if there are any aspirin Cape Town cycle to participants out there and you thought the entries were sold out, we have released another okay. couple of thousands. I think we've got about 800 left. You can grab those up on the website. But preparations are going well. We're we're kind of we're, we're planning two scenarios. One mm-hmm. is level lockdown one, which we're currently in, and then we're hopeful that there may be a lightening of the restrictions on the fifteenth of Feb. So we'll have to wait and see. It is a wait and see kind of game, isn't it? It's, who who knows what's going to happen between now and then? It's been a, it's been a year and a half of scenario <laughs> planning, scenario planning, scenario planning, and having a scenario close enough to be able to roll out for the event. Mm. How many entries have you taken this year then? So we've, um, October last year, we were 18,500. We received permission this year to increase slightly. So we're at 22,500. Uh, and that unfortunately is the limit as a result of the of, of this, this COVID pandemic experience. That's still a lot of cyclists on the road. Eh? <laughs> it's a lot of cyclists. And I think the beauty is, is that you get to ride around the Cape Peninsula on closed roads. Mm. So no, no traffic. Nothing to worry about. You've got all your water points, your medical stations, and the southeast is not going to blow. <laughs> you say that, but fire. What? What are the in the last ten years, Dave Bellias? What have you experienced in the cycle tour? <laughs> we, we've had fire. Mm. We've had wind. We've had civil unrest. That's right. We've had water shortages. Um, uh, and COVID. Uh, and COVID. So we've we've. <laughs> And, and, and here's the interesting thing. We're one of the few events in South Africa that actually hasn't skipped a beat. We were fortunate enough to hold right. an event in 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, the country locked down a week and a half after we had our event. And we were the very first event in October last year, mm-hmm. a mass participation event to open up just before the Cape Town Marathon and the Africa Debit. I want to talk about charities for a little while. I know there are charity entries. Are there still a couple of spots available if I went to their website and got a hold of them? Very much so. So a big thing about the cycle tour, as you know, is that all, all the revenue goes to charity. And then we have a number of charities that purchase entries. And once entries are closed, which they will on Monday, you can then still acquire entries through one of the charities that has acquired those entries. And you can also go and ride for a cause. Uh, the cycle tour itself has three different causes that you can ride for. There's the Velikaya project, there's the Cycling for All project, and then Rotary have a project that they've put up. So even if you haven't entered through a charity... You can choose to ride and challenge your friends to help you raise money for a particular cause that okay. uh, resonates with you. Uh, what about the the other events that happened around Cycle Tour Week? Are they curtailed? So those are curtailed, certainly for this year. The Junior Tour, which would uh, typically happen a week before the event, we put on hold until 2023, as with the mountain bike event. Mm-hmm. 
uh, with the extreme heat we've been having, we'll probably move the mountain bike event out more to July uh, and have the Cape Town Cycle to Mountain Bike Challenge in, in the cooler weather. We've had some extreme weather conditions down here in the Cape. So we, uh, and, and that combined with the excessive COVID compliance that we need to put in place for the smaller events makes it prohibitive for us. Yeah, and I think mountain bikers are mad in the head, so they like it when it's muddy and dirty and gross and difficult. <laughs> they far prefers the mud and, and the dirt and the rain and the cold. Yeah. The heat is, uh, is an absolute There have been a couple of events recently mm. that have had extreme temperatures out there on the trails, and it's, it's really tough. I was trying to tell somebody the other day, Dave Velez, about when you guys still had the grape escape. And <laughs> I, I did a year, and it was 45 degrees centigrade in the yeah. shade. And That's right. th- th- nobody believes me because you know, no. not, it doesn't get that hot in Cape Town. It's like, no, it does. Uh, <laughs> no, it definitely does. And I, I remember that year very well. Uh, we actually called a halt early in the afternoon uh, to, to mitigate the risk. Mm. Uh, and we've had a double century with the same thing. We have 44 degrees in sure. the shade sure. uh, on the DC. So, yes, it gets that hot in the Cape. It definitely does. <laughs> In fact, that was one of the other challenges the cycle tour faced a number mm. of years back. Yes, that's we, right. We, we, we cut the entry, well, sorry, we cut the event short at about half past two because of the excessive heat, and we pulled people off on the route uh, and actually brought them back in buses <laughs> because, because of the heat. I remember a friend of mine who was at the detour route, he was driving in on, on um, Nelson Mandela Boulevard, mm. and he said he knew there was something wrong because he was looking for his seatbelt. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, he knew there was a problem. So There's he pulled a problem. under a bridge in the shade. It's, it's amazing what he does to any athlete. And I always look at the comrades' runners when I see them running through. You know, it's, it's the middle of winter when they run. But still, you see how they cool themselves down. And it does, it does affect your brain. And it's quite amazing how it works. Eh? It does. You, you, you're, you're, not, you're actually not able to, to rationalize at times hmm. in that heat. You, you start to... Hallucinate the wrong word, but you, you're not able to be realistic about what's happening around you. It's, it's terrible. It really is terrible. Yeah, my story was it was my first bicycle ride, and I had exactly 20 kilometers to ride because there was the signboard on the side of the road, it said 20 k's to go. And I knew that if I wanted to make my, the cutoff that, or the time that I wanted to make, I had an hour to go, right? So now it's simple it's 20 kilometers in one hour. It's not a problem. You ride 20 k's an hour. I couldn't do that in my head. <laughs> it's the most. And isn't it, it, it? It's with all those events, that, those cycling events and running events. You spend your entire last half of the event calculating how much time you've got <laughs> and how fast you've got to go. And the maths gets more and more difficult as the body gets tired. It's yeah. terrible. It's absolutely shocking. But uh, no, uh, as you said, we're looking forward to an awesome event mm. this year. We're, it's just so nice to see people back on the road. Uh, and, and getting out and enjoying sport. We're, we're going to have a limited hospitality at the end. Mm-hmm. We're fairly hopeful that we'll be able to have uh, a limited beer um, hospitality tent offering. So it's, it is exciting. It's, it's nice to see a sense of normality starting mm. to creep back into our sporting events. Tips and advice that you want to give to somebody who has entered and maybe to the residents of Cape Town for the day? Well, I think for those that are riding, um, let's treat this event as we did the last event. You've got the roads closed for the day. Go out and enjoy it. It isn't about recording your sub three or your sub four or your sub five. Just go and have a ball. Enjoy the scenery. I know a number of people that stopped last year for a breakfast in Simonstown <laughs> or in Scarborough. Um, and, and just take all the time. So, you know, for one day of the year, you own that road. No, uh, no, no cars, no taxis, no buses, and it's yours. Enjoy it. And I think to the residents of Cape Town and the people that are watching, 
we're allowed spectators again. And I think the beauty of this is that we've got 109 kilometers of route, so you're fairly spread out. And I know that the vibe going to Cork Bay, Fishhook, mm. Musenberg is fantastic. The, the restaurants are all open. People are sitting on those coffee, coffee shops at the side of the road. And it's just, it, 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 it's going to be a great day. And I think the, the one thing about the cycle tour is the way the residents of the city of Cape Town embrace it. It's no longer an imposition. It's more about getting out there and supporting their friends and family and loved ones. Um, and uh, get out there, have a coffee and scream your lungs out for the folks <laughs> who are raising money for good causes and charities. That's true. Good charity aspect. Dave Bellez, thank you very much for joining us. Dave Bellez is the director of the Cape Town Cycle Tour. That is all going to happen on the 13th of March. Uh, if you are down in Cape Town, go along and support the cyclists. Hopefully they don't fly past too fast. The pros will. But then there's those ones at the back that are always so much fun to play with. And from when I was riding, there is nothing better than somebody applauding you as you're riding past. It just gives you that extra boost. And I know it sounds silly because you, you'll be clapping there for hours. Uh, I was having a look. There's like th- three, three and a half hours from when the first people start to the last people start. So that means there's a lot of applauding for you to do, but it really does help. If you're somebody on the side of the road uh, and they see your kit, it's a little piece of advice, Benzito, when you ride a bicycle again, right? If, if, or you're supporting somebody on the side of the road. If you see somebody with a, I know, they, uh, they've got a SAFM top on and you're on the side of the road, go SAFM! It just makes such a difference because they've recognized you. And it just, just pick one, random. Just you know, go, Team Blue. Go, you in the pink socks. It just adds such a liquor feeling to you when you're riding. You feel like Mark Cavendish riding the Tour de France just for a minute and then suddenly reality kicks back in again.